What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Optimize You, the podcast where we help you transform your health, fitness, nutrition, mindset, identity, and create that lasting change in your life that everybody's after. And we got another awesome one for you today. Me and Matt are going to be talking all about motivation versus discipline and really just like being able to achieve your goals and your dreams when you aren't motivated. Because let's be real, you're not going to be motivated most of the time. Right. And what's going on, Matt? How are you doing today, brother? What's up, brother? Pumped to be back again. Another week, another fresh start, another awesome topic. One that I often get asked quite a bit from either leads, potential clients, uh, from a lot of people just on social media. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to dive into this one, man. And I know you are too. Oh, yeah, man. This is, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about because, like you said, everybody complains about this. Like, this is the, probably the biggest reason why people don't start is because they're not motivated. And really like that is the worst reason not to start. Cause like I, we were just talking about this before that I, I'm barely ever motivated to do any of the shit that I, that I do on a regular basis. Like it, it comes down to that discipline, right? Like just like developing that muscle and just, I think the biggest thing, just getting right into it. Right, let's just get this. Let's get right into it today. The biggest thing is developing routines, right? Like just like having those routines that you can stick to and having a way that you remind yourself about these things that you know you need to do to get to your goals. Cause I think that most people know what they need to do at like some level, right? Like I think there's certain things that like with metabolism, you know, with reverse dieting and things like that, that maybe people don't really understand or are not like comfortable committing to without the help of a coach or a nutritionist or somebody else in that for that matter. But with most most things we know, right, we got to drink more water, we got to focus on sleep, we got to focus on more movement, exercise, eating quality foods most of the time. Most people know that that's the formula to get to them where, where they want to be, but yet they still struggle on a daily basis to do the things they need to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hit it on the head. It does come down to routine, right? I think a lot of people are, it's not, it's not a lack of information. People know exactly for the most part what they can do. If I place two different plates in front of somebody and one is a little bit more healthier option, one is a bunch of processed, high sugar, high carbohydrate, mm -hmm. high fat. I think people can differentiate at least nine times out of 10, which one's the better option. So people know what to do. Um, they may not necessarily know the intricate details like you're talking about, which of course, where a, a coach can come in and help guide them along the path, specific roadmap to them to help cut a lot of the guesswork out and cut their, their time duration down in, in terms of them getting to where they want to go. But as far as developing that routine, developing that consistency that we talk about, that's what's most important. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's literally the backbone that you're going to have to rely on if your goal and ambition is to get to or become a better version of yourself or to achieve XYZ. It really doesn't matter what it is, but obviously on our podcast, we're talking about health and fitness. And so we hear it oftentimes a lot. And one of the things that I hear a lot that we were talking about before we hopped on is as people enter into my group, one of the questions is what is the biggest thing that you struggle with? What is the thing that you struggle with the most? What's your bottleneck? What's the thing that's holding you back? Nine times out of 10, people are either putting one of two things. They either put consistency or they put motivation on there. So we get this quite often. It's a topic that Alex and I are by now are, are extremely well versed in uh, because we see it so much. And so we know how to deal with it. We've done with it or dealt with it for a very long time, not just with ourselves. Of course, we have our own struggles too, but more so clients and people who are trying to get to a particular place. So I'm excited to dive into some, some ideas here, man. So the first thing that pops off, off, off the top of my head 
for for me to ask you is if somebody says that first thing and they're like the thing I know I need to do X Y Z. It's not a matter of you know the information or I don't feel like I need to know a ton of more. I just can't get myself to do it because I'm not motivated. What's your response to somebody that says that? Yeah, I think uh, I think step one, and this is something I've been talking a lot about lately because I've realized just how important it is in really anything you're going after in life is you need to get clarity, right? I like you're going to probably hear me talk about this over and over and over again, because I think that most people that I've seen, okay, I'm not motivated, but I'm going to go right into fat loss, right? Like without even really figuring out exactly what they truly want. And I think that that clarity around your dream outcome, what you actually want, why you actually want it, what's really important to you in life, your belief systems, your false beliefs that may hold you back. Like we need to get down to that nitty gritty. And I think the most important though is like, what do you really want? Cause if you're, if you're struggling with motivation, there's a potential thing going on. And this may not be the case, but I find that this is the case with a lot of people is that you're chasing goals that aren't important to you, right? You're chasing things that maybe Susie over here is doing that uh, you really don't even vibe with or you don't have any, any sort of reason for going for, right? And then you see the people who are like, I want to get down to 140 pounds. And the 140 pounds means nothing. It's arbitrary, right? Like, but really you start to get clear on what you really want and you figure out, okay, actually what that 140 pounds means to me is that I have more energy. I feel amazing about myself. You know what? I loved the way I looked last time I was 140 pounds and, you know, I was just in an amazing mood, right? And so like from there, we can start to get down to that whole deal of that, Okay, so the the weight doesn't really matter to you. Feeling better, feeling more energized, liking the way you look, liking yourself is what really matters. We can start to put together a plan and a way to track those metrics that are actually going to help you get there, right? So it's like now we have a goal that's more important to you. And guess what? When you have goals that are more important to you and you things that you actually truly desire, it's a lot easier to find motivation and to even on a different level to do the things you know you have to do even when you're not motivated. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Like that's such a great idea to establish first and foremost. I think most people skip that part or they don't have that clarity piece. And when we're talking about, okay, we'll give you the steps to do A first, then B, then C, like we'll give you the tangible steps. But if we don't know where it is that we're going, of course, you're sitting there waiting for motivation or somebody to kick you in the ass to be like, okay, now it's time to go. I call that white knuckling through things, right? I call that grit and grind. And like, it's like somebody's paddling upstream and you might only have a single paddle and you're going against the current right now. It's like, okay, let's flip your boat around. Let's give you a motor instead of some paddles. Let's make sure we're going with the current. And once you figure that out, and that's exactly what Alex is talking about is the clarity. And once you have that clarity, you will now be going with the current. You won't be swimming or paddling upstream. You'll have a motor behind you with some horsepower and then things get really fun. And you talk about motivation and Everybody knows what that feeling is. And that's why people say it is because once you feel it, the process becomes so much easier to do the thing. It becomes so much easier. I think the big issue is people think that it's supposed to feel like that every single day. Like we want to take advantage of when it strikes because it will strike. And we all know what that feeling is, whether it was in our health and fitness journey or not, we've all been motivated to do something. And we know what that feeling it is. It's almost like it just feels smooth. It feels effortless. It feels fluid. And we want that. Of course, everybody wants that feeling in our new process or the new journey that we're embarking on. But the reality is it's not going to be there every single day. And so just accepting that and understanding that. And first and foremost, too, understanding we're to feel the feelings that you're feeling 
aside from motivation. Maybe it's discouragement. Maybe it's frustration. Maybe you're upset in your process. Whatever those feelings are that may be more in like the negative column, first and foremost, acknowledge that that's 100% okay. It's okay to feel those things. It's human. It's showing that you're human. I think people just see somebody up on a pedestal or to your point, a friend that has reached some extraordinary goal and they're, they're inspired by that, that person wasn't necessarily motivated every single step of the way to be able to achieve it. They went through the same feelings and they are currently experiencing the same feelings and similar feelings as you are. They just understand how to manipulate and maneuver and guide around it by first and foremost, establishing that clarity, but then also having a crystal clear day-to-day routine and process that helps them get there. Yeah. I love it, dude. And I, I kind of want to go in two directions with this. So I think like one direction I want to go in is obviously we have motivation and discipline, right? And I think we both agree that like discipline is what's truly going to get you to your goals. If you're relying on motivation and you're letting action ride that wave of motivation, which is was my life for a long period of time, I talk about it where I was like, when motivation was up here, I was fucking action, action, action. When it was down here, I wasn't doing anything, right? And that's not a good formula for getting where you want to be. So we got motivation in terms of like, what can we do to increase the level of motivation that you have on a daily basis? And then also, I think another area I'd love to go on this podcast with you is just like, what what can we do to develop more discipline? Because we know that discipline is is a lot more reliable um, thing to, to rely on, right? Like, and so... First off, let's go in the in the direction of motivation, right? Like if somebody is trying to develop more motivation, if they're like, you know what, like I, you know, I, I'm like kind of having a good, like I got a little bit of discipline going. I understand that I want to rely on discipline, but like, how do I get motivation, right? I know I've had this before. It's fucking awesome. I love, like, I know that like I'm a lot more productive when I have it. What are some things you would recommend to somebody asking this? Yeah. So the first thing I I think people need to realize or acknowledge is that motivation is this short burning flame. At some point, it's going to burn out, right? So understand that first and foremost. Understand it is a real thing and we can totally take advantage of it, but it's going to be short-lived. So in order to get something that's worthwhile, it's going to take a lot more reliability and sustainability than just a every once in a while approach or kind of sparingly. And so if we understand that and know that going forward, that, man, we can get it's it's almost like if you're into cars, it's like having a NOS booster, right? It's like every once in a while, like you're going to be able to hit that NOS and it's going to be able to give you this extra super fast burst of, of speed. But you're not just sitting there and punching it and hitting it every time, right? Your, your car is going to explode, right? You're probably going to it's, it's going to overheat. So you want to use it sparingly. It's the same thing if you take your, if we're using our body, for example, um, high intensity speed, like if you were to do a, a high interval or sprint, take a cheetah, for example, they, they can, they run the fastest on land, right? But they can do it for short amounts of time. I think motivation is the very, is exactly the same. So it's like, yes, take advantage of it. It, it is extremely powerful in dosages, but it's not something that we're going to use 24-7 every single day. It's not going to show up every single day. But when we do have it, use it as leverage. So first and foremost is acknowledging that, acknowledging it that we can use it, but we have to use it sparingly. The second thing is making sure that you have a plan in place that fires you up to begin with. If you're not even excited about the direction that you're going, to Alex's point, if you're picking something, a goal, something that you want to achieve, something that you want to reach because your friend did it, 
because it sounded cool. Uh, it sounded somewhat interesting. You feel like other people would think it would be cool if you achieve that, but in your gut, you truly don't want it. It's going to be very difficult and you're actually going to experience motivation less and less and less. So it already comes sparingly. If you don't have something that ignites you to begin with, I think you're going to experience it even less um, than if you had something that actually lit you on fire. And now again, it doesn't have to be an end all be all, but you have to truly spend some time with yourself. I always have my clients look at themselves in their most vulnerable format, naked in the mirror and ask themselves what they want, what they truly want. I know it sounds corny, but when you do it and you only have a conversation with you and yourself, you will get to the bottom of those reasons. You'll get to what it is that you actually want because nobody else is in the room to judge you. Nobody else is in the room to give you their opinion, to uh, throw in their two cents that may sway or deter you from what you actually want. And when you can do those things, you can actually have that real raw conversation with yourself and actually figure out what it is that you want. And once you have that, that's much deeper than saying, uh, I want to look cool on the beach, or I think it would be cool to lose, to your point, an arbitrary 20 to 30 pounds because that's what Sally did, right? Those are very surface level things. Not to say they're not awesome and very cool goals and you you would be stoked to achieve them, but I want something deeper than that. And I'll always encourage and push somebody to figure out what is deeper than that surface level thing. Because if we do want to experience this sparingly motivation that shows up and shows little glimpses here and there, we want to give ourselves the best percentage to experience those. So we want a higher percentage. And in order to do that, let's put the cards in our favor by figuring out something that we actually truly want that's deep in our gut that is that burning desire versus just like, oh, I kind of want that. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, kind of digging in, not just what you want even, but like why you want it. Like you said, you know, like talking about that, I think is huge because that's that's like fuel. That's fuel for the fire, right? That's that's extra motivation. And, and it is key to not rely on it. But I'd say like just some other things that you can do as well. We were talking about this before. And these, I think these fall into the discipline category too, which is kind of funny. Like I find myself thinking about the stuff that I'm about to say and I'm like, you know what? Like everything kind of goes into the discipline side. Like we're, we're like, we're not talking like you can do like things to get you motivated short term. Like you can go do some fucking jumping jacks, right? You can get yourself moving. You might <laughs> yeah. get some, like a little, you might change your state. I think that's kind of the, the big thing I would say if you're in the short term thing where you're like, I got to be amped up for this call. I got to be amped up for this podcast. I got to be amped up for this meeting at work or this like, you know, I'm doing a presentation at work or whatever, like changing your state, changing your posture, doing like the power poses where people have like their, their hands on their hips and do that. I think they've done a, done a study that was like, you know, three minutes of that, like it changed like people's states, the way they view themselves, the confidence, like stuff like that can, can really change it quickly. And then on the other side of the coin, which is almost just going into the discipline side, we talked about this on our Zoom call before this with Nick, where it was like, I, you were like, I'm starting to, to kind of take a little page out of your book. And, and you went fishing yesterday during the middle of the day, which you're like, this is not something I generally do. I generally, it's just the weekends. But one thing I've been doing the last few months is like scheduling more golf rounds and scheduling more things I'm looking forward to. And I've just realized even looking back on like vacations that I've set up for myself and just different things that I actually had put on the calendar that I'm a different version of myself that those weeks and those days when I have golf rounds, 
I'm a completely different person. I show up differently to calls. I show up differently to podcasts. I show up differently for the tasks that I have to do. I show up differently for my family, my friends, all these people. It lifts my energy up. I, I feel like I'm vibrating on a lot higher frequency on those days. Thus, I have more motivation, right? And I think that does fall into the discipline category because it's something that you do throughout the week and, and it could stop, right? Like I've had weeks where it's like, I don't do it and I notice a big change, right? So it's like the discipline of scheduling those things in daily and weekly that you enjoy doing, that excites you, that you can look forward to is going to increase that level of motivation. But more importantly, it's going to allow you to be more productive, perform better in every area of your life, feel better, and just like love life more, which I think is just such a key component of it. And then some other things I would say, sleep. I think this might be the biggest tip where it's like, if you do not get quality sleep, I had a day, this was when I came back from Vegas, right? I had like, it was just a, I woke up, we had a late night the day before at a David Blaine show. And then, so I didn't get to sleep till like 11. I woke up at three something the next morning and flew back to, to Minnesota. And so like my, I, I was like, when I was going through that, I was like, I don't know how people do this, right? Like go on four hours of sleep. Like it's just... I was a zombie. I was worthless to the world that day. And thus, I didn't get much done for work or I wasn't motivated to really work out or do any of that stuff. Right. I still did a lot of that thing, those things. I still got my movement in. I still got, you know, some sort of exercise in. I still got these things in, but I was like, I, I did not feel good. Right. And so I think that you're a lot less likely to be disciplined and to do the things that you need to do on a daily basis to move yourself forward when you are not getting quality sleep. What, what are some things that you'd say just on top of those two that people can do to, to start developing more discipline? Yeah, that's a great point. I think it's different for everybody. And what I encourage people to do whenever somebody starts my program, and, and I'll speak to the people that take wins from this and how they find these sparks of motivation is I have something called the 21-day jumpstart. So the first 21 days, we're focusing on exactly what you're talking about. The fundamentals, right? Is what we all call them. We all know we're supposed to do them. Sleep, hydration. A big one that's on there too is mindset. What we talked about initially before is reestablishing what you want, your desire, et cetera, those things. And then also establishing a, a step count, so energy expenditure. The reason for that is not only to create habits with those for the throughout the first 21 days and do them consistently every single day, but you're going to start to notice as soon as you implement those fundamentals and those basics, your body's going to feel different. And what I found is once people see that for themselves and they make that acknowledgement and they make that, they connect the two dots, so to speak, they start to get a lot of momentum. They start to get a lot of rhythm because they see the benefits that they're already reaping the rewards from these little basic fundamental things that they know they probably should be doing. But now all of a sudden somebody's holding accountability right here in front of their face and saying, hey, check these off each and every single day. And if you didn't, I can see if you did or you didn't. Once they do that and they have that sort of accountability, it's going to be different for everybody. But you'll see, for example, if people, if somebody's maximizing their hydration, which they weren't doing before, they're like, God, I just feel like I have more energy. I have less cravings. I feel less bloated. My skin looks better. Right. And now they're just, they're basically uh, mobilizing their body, giving it the fluid that it needs to be able to operate at a high performance. And they start to feel these things. And once they can feel those, from what I've seen, it becomes contagious for that person. And they put themselves and they all of a sudden stack the percentages in their favor. Like, huh, I wonder, okay, I'm doing this for 21 days. 
I wonder if I did it for another 21 days, or I wonder if I did it for the next three to four weeks, like what would happen? Because those first three weeks were phenomenal. Like I've never felt like that in years. I can't remember the last time I felt like that. And they start to build their own wave. And anytime you can ride your own wave, I think that motivation will come a lot more and you start to create it versus just wait for it to hit you in the face. Now you're intentional with your approach. Now you are in control with your uh, your day-to-day, starting your, your morning off and the little small things that you can do that stack up to make this huge difference um, that on the surface, it doesn't seem like it, but I've noticed that people all of a sudden start to reap the rewards of the benefits of these little small things that they do that they put in place on a day-to-day basis. And they go, huh, I actually feel really good. I feel different. And I didn't know it was going to have that big of an impact. And that's the trigger that I think as soon as people get that feeling, man, it starts to get really cool. And I know you felt this too, from a coaching perspective, because you can see that they're kind of turning the stone themselves. They're, they're starting to look beyond the curtain themselves and start to make that acknowledgement and that correlation between some of the fundamentals and the basics. And you talk about motivation. Now they don't need to solely, it's not so black and white anymore. It's not like, oh, I feel like shit or I'm motivated. It's like, well, I may not feel phenomenal yet, but I'm feeling a lot better than what I did before. And so now they're a little bit further on that spectrum. And now all of a sudden, like we talked about that sparingly hit of motivation that comes too. they're all, they're already further along their spectrum. And that motivation just gives them that extra kick. So they're already putting themselves in a better position to receive that motivation. And man, it just becomes a snowball effect from there. So I think, um, it's going to be different for everybody, but I think if you can find the things that you feel move the needle the most as an individual, sleep, hydration, some sort of movement, uh, quality, obviously nutrition and quality, uh, quality, whole food sources, single ingredient, whole foods. If you can prioritize as best as you possibly can start to eliminate some of the processed foods in your diet, you're going to feel different. I guarantee you. Well, if you, if you are somebody who's on the opposite side of the spectrum right now, your energy levels are shit, your sleep's like shit, you feel terrible. Those are small things that you can do consistently on a day-to-day basis. And I promise you, your body's going to start feeling different. Um, and that will be the motivation that you need to continue to feel like that. And it'll also help you do the things that are necessary to get you where you want to go kind of by default. So what would you add to that, man? I mean, I love that. I think like uh, what you're saying there is basically action. Taking action is going to increase those levels of motivation. And and I found kind of like what your 21 day jump start is, and people really getting that ball rolling themselves. I back a little while ago, I did like a 90 day challenge, and I did. I ended up doing like 65 days of it. And through those 65 days, I did like I gained so much discipline of just committing to things that I could consistently do day after day, week after week. And and it was stuff tied to my health. It was stuff also tied to my business, right? It was it was productivity things. And that was one of the biggest game changers for me was committing to that long time frame of just doing things every day because there were so many days and weeks that came up that that I was not motivated at all. I I hated like I was like, this is terrible. I got to do, you know, I got to get a workout in. I got to get, I kind of mirrored it off of 75 hard a little bit. And so I was like, I'm going to do a 75 hard, but I'm going to do a combo of exercise, food stuff and work stuff in one, right? I'm going to do like, just like a 60, 90 day challenge. And, and just, that was the biggest thing that I used to develop discipline. And I've been able to stick with a lot of those, those things to this day. Like I had 30 minutes of reading on my thing. I've done 30 minutes of reading 
every day for the past six months, ever since I started that, that challenge. Um, walking, right? Like I, at least doing 45 minutes of walks every day. I've done that every day since then. Like, like I developed a lot of a really amazing or like kind of almost redeveloped some of these amazing habits that, that really make me feel my best. And so I'd say I'd challenge people just like what you do with the 21 day jumpstart, almost putting that time horizon out like to uh, like a 60, I feel like 60 days is almost like that period of time that you see. And I was reading a book and they were talking about like how many days it took to, for people to, to create a habit. Right. And I think it's going to vary from person to person. Right. It might be for some people, maybe it is like 21 days that they, that for certain things that it becomes a habit for them. Other people, it might be even closer to like the 90, a hundred days that it takes them to, to create a habit, but setting something out super long term finding two, three different habits that you can do that, that challenge yourself in a little bit of a capacity, but also move yourself towards where you want to be and just committing to executing those day after day, week after week, month after month for whatever time frame you've had. And I think you'll find once you get to those, those habits may be a little bit different for you. Cause I, what I was doing for me is I was building those up, right? It's like, okay, this is really easy. Let's do a little bit more, right? Or let's, you know, once I kind of figured out, I was like, okay, like these things are pretty easy for me. Like I, this is second nature at this point. It's like, let's add this habit in and let's try this in a smaller capacity and build that habit up. And you'll find that that's a really good way to just go about things in the first place. But that's as simple as just setting that up yourself, right? Like just like finding those things. Like we all know stuff that's going to move us in the direction towards our goals. We all know what we're not doing. And so set that up for yourself, do a 60 day, 90 day challenge, and you'll develop a lot of great skills. I think that's what 75 hard is really, really good for. I've never personally done it. And I know it's, it's super duper intense and I wouldn't recommend that everybody tries that. Like, I think I've had people come to me and they're like, should I do 75 hours? Like you should fix your sleep. <laughs> that's what you yeah. should do it like, you should fix your sleep yeah. first because guess what yeah. this 75 hours is probably going to ruin your sleep i mean you might develop some good habits and i think it's a great thing for discipline but um that's uh that's my big thing is that challenge changed my life in that aspect of discipline it really changed a lot of my habits and like i said i've still kept a lot of those things to this day that uh that have really served me well i think the reading thing is is just huge like i I find that it trains my focus. I find that like it's it's I, I feel like I'm better with words because of all of the reading that I'm doing on a regular basis and and just learning about different things that I want to learn about, finding ways to apply that to my program, apply that to my coaching, apply that to my group, apply this, this to this podcast. And and I love that. So um I don't know if that answers your question. I forgot what your question was. But. <laughs> I did too at this point, but it sounded good. <laughs> no, man, that's that's good. I think you brought up a great point. I think it when people try to create this discipline and they, they know they need to create consistency, a common fault that I see, especially with new people starting out, is they try to do these extravagant things because for whatever reason, whether it's, whether it is the 75 hard, whether it is uh, something that their friend did, they, or they know that they need to go from zero all the way to a hundred as fast as they possibly can. Zero days of workout to five or six, because that's what their friend is doing. Or a, a point that you brought up that was really good was you created 60 to 90 days for habits that you continuously did after that, but you did it in a gradual fashion. So you did it in a way that, okay, let me give myself some low hanging fruit here. It's going to stretch me a little bit, but it's not stretching me so far that on a difficult or high stressful day or a day that I get thrown some curveballs, I can't complete it. 
And so that's what I, I really encourage with, with my clients too, is give yourself some low hanging fruit. I want it to stretch you, but I want you to also prep your mind right now around your most chaotic day that you can think of, whether it is your boss throws you, you know, five extra emails that you have to send out by the end of the day. And it's, you only have 30 minutes left to work. Uh, you didn't know you weren't expecting to pick the kids up cause it's not your day today or not your turn to pick them up, but all of a sudden you have to, right. Then on the way to get there, you have a flat tire. Like those are the things that I want you to think about. And then based on the things that you're committing to on a daily basis, can you still complete those things? And if the answer is no, then I want you to reassess. I want you to think about it. If the answer is absolutely yes, cool. Now we have a good starting spot. And it's the reason why is because people will shoot for the moon and which by the way, I have no problem with doing, but if we're talking about building consistency and building discipline, you got to give your yourself that bar height that is achievable, but is also going to stretch you. And I think that's the sweet spot. I think once people find that for themselves and every individual, it's going to be different. But once you do find it, man, the game gets really fun. You start to reap the rewards and taste the benefits of, man, I can actually do this even on a tough day, even on a day where shit hits the fan. I still have the ability to complete X, Y, Z. Like it should just be one to three things. Very simple, very straight to the point. Even on your, your days where you're going to struggle, you know you can complete them regardless of how you feel, and that's going to build the callus of that discipline, that consistency that we're talking about, which ultimately yields the thing that you want, right? We talk about activities. We talk about the habits that build the activities, and that's where the foundation lays in. I think people think that they need to get motivated to do these extraordinary things, and it's just uh, smoke and mirrors of how the process actually works. It's like, no. That person that is has achieved or attained what you actually want. Matter of fact, let me back up. The person that has achieved something that you want, actually, there's somebody out there who has uh, less resources than you, has less potential, uh, is, at, is at a more disadvantage than you are, and they've actually achieved the thing that you want. Why is that? Well, they're extremely consistent in their process. That's that's the only thing that differentiated from where you're at and where they're at. They actually have it harder than you. You actually have a better chance and you're set up for more success than they are. But how is it that they achieved what you want and you haven't yet? Well, there's something there. There's, there's, a, there's a, a fine line there. And what it is is the consistency of, of discipline. That's all it is. They, they just did things regardless of whether they felt like it or not. They understood where that bar was set for themselves. They didn't set it too high. They didn't set it too low. They set it at a sweet spot to where they can gradually create progression time and time again until they eventually reach where they where it is that they want to go. And I think one more thing to, to acknowledge too is when you're creating those things in your head, being like, okay, what are the one to three things that I can stay consistent with every single day, day in and day out, regardless of the circumstance? You want to make it something that not only can you reach it, but you can do it for an extended period of time. Alex mentioned, I challenged myself for 60 to 90 days. I actually continue to read for 30 minutes. And then I apply those things into my coaching that I learned. Like those are things that he continued to do because he eliminated, he eliminated his finish line. There's no, there's no deadline of like, okay, once I get, I, that's, that's the thing that people get misconstrued is, oh, once I get to those 60 days or once I get to the 90 days, I'll be done. I'll feel accomplished and I could just kick my feet up and I'll never have to do it again. <laughs> when in actuality, you're not going to want to stop doing those things, right? It goes way beyond the 60 to 90 days. You all of a sudden no longer have this, this finish line that you may have once thought of. Yeah, dude. I love it. Dude, that's all amazing points there. And it's so true. 
like you're doing it to build the habits, right? Like it's like, I, I think that some people can get in for the wrong reasons where it's like, I'm doing it to reach this goal. Right. And then they think that that life is just going to be amazing when they reach this goal. Right. It's like, like, Oh, I can just sit, kick my feet up and just continue doing whatever I was doing in the past. And, and that's just not how this works. And I think that it goes back to building and keeping those promises. Like that's what I, I honestly like letting myself down like even if I put something on my to-do list or whatever, and I'm like, okay, my power list, I use the power list by uh, that Andy Frisella talks about. And that really is something that really works well for me. And and he talks about like, or, and when I put something on that, like I've been, st- I can't even remember the last time I missed doing something on that list. Cause like, I'm so into first off setting the deck in my favor at the start of the day and being like, okay, how can I challenge myself, but also make sure I can do all these things and get all these things done on a daily basis. Also, it's like that let down. I think you, if you let yourself down enough times and you get to the point where I've gotten to so many, not so many points, but I've gotten to points in my life where I, like I, my self-confidence was so low. And, and I just realized that I kept telling myself I was going to do these things and I kept not following through. And that there'd be these things in my calendar that was like, oh, I was going to do this six months ago, but I kept pushing it off day after day after day. And then eventually I'd be like next month. And then it'd be day after day and uh, the following month. And then it's six months later and the thing took me like fucking a minute to do, right? Like it's these, these things that it's, it's insane. But I think that it all like discipline and confidence are so heavily linked because because if we, if you can become the person that does the things you're going to say to do, which is discipline, which is which is confidence, right? It, which builds confidence rather, then you will become that person that you need to become. Because it's those that's how we are. Like the person you are is built off of your habits. It's built off your routines. And so if we can set up a morning routine, if we can set up a nighttime routine. If we can set up reminders in your phone to do these things, I just don't think it's an excuse that you forgot. That's that's my thing is like, if you're out there and you're like, I just forgot to do it. That is the most bullshit excuse ever. I'm going to tell it to you straight to your face. That's bullshit. Like you, you can set yourself up. Everybody, how do you get to work in the morning? Right. It's like, like I always say that it's like, okay, like you can get to a work meeting but you can't do these things that are going to move you towards this, this health goal that you have. Right. And so like I would, I would challenge and I actually had people in my challenge, my last challenge that I ran, it was built off of water. It was built off of like just things that are going to increase your energy levels. Right. So like I had people pick a water goal that was, that was attainable or that they could do that. They felt they were nine to 10 out of 10 confident they could do every day. Right. Like, like you just talked about, I had them pick a step goal. The same thing, a step or a amount of time walking. And then I had them pick a habit around sleep, right? And it was like, okay, let's execute these every day for the next 14 days straight. And I had people that would they would post at the end of the day and be like, just came up short, short on my water, right? It was still the same night. They missed it by like five ounces. And I'm like, and to me, like, I, I was like, drink five more ounces, right? Like, I think it's, it's so much more important. Even if you have 20 ounces, like this is my personal opinion and this might not be something that vibes with everybody out there. But I think if you have, if you tell yourself you're going to do something like there's, there's going to be times where shit happens, right? Like in, in, I have that happen to me too, where I don't always get everything done. Right. And it's like, I'm at this point, I bounce back as quick as possible. We're never going to miss two days in a row. That's my whole thing. And I understand life happens. There's going to be things, but for the most part, you are just fucking yourself if you continue to tell yourself you're going to do stuff and you continue to not follow through. 
do it. Like if, if you got to get a late workout in, do it. If you told yourself you're going to get a workout in, you told yourself you're going to get three workouts in this week, figure out a way to do it. If you told yourself, my this is my non-negotiable, it's 100 ounces of water and you're at 80 ounces and it's before you go to bed, chug 20 ounces. This may seem hard, but this is important to build that discipline and to build that confidence. And you will look back three, six months from now and you'll be happy that you did because those those times where I've not followed through on those things I told myself we're going to do, the next day it's like, fuck, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm sulking, I'm down and it doesn't have to be that way. But before long, if you, if you don't do the things that you say you're going to do enough times, that turns into your normal state and you don't even realize that you're losing that confidence. Like you're just like, that's just me. I don't come through, right? I don't follow through. And that's probably one of the worst places you can get into is just a bad relationship with yourself. Dude, that's so huge. That's massive. And I, and I hope everybody heard that because I I deal with it too. When I hear people say, when they've committed to themselves, oh man, I, I fell short a thousand steps on my step goal today. I'm like, the amount of time that it's taking you to write this up and send me a text or send me a voice or whatever, you can be walking around your house right now and get a thousand steps before you hop in bed. And some people are like, oh, that's a little crazy. Like it's not in that, that important. The crazy part is, is your mindset around this not being on board with yourself and where you want to go. If you have the audacity to set a, a low standard for yourself that you know is achievable on a tough day and you fall short and you tell yourself that it's okay to, oh, whatever, you fill in some bullshit excuse. It's the exact reason that you haven't got to where it is that you want to go is because you keep telling yourself that same bullshit story. And then at the end of the day, to Alex's point, what you're going to do is you're going to do that enough times. And then you have to stare yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I let myself down again. And all of a sudden your self-confidence starts to dwindle lower and lower and lower until it hits rock bottom. And then you go, you know what? You can see the people that are fed up. They're like, enough is enough. I'm tired of my own bullshit. Those are the people that skyrocket because they've been at the bottom for a long time. They've, they've heard their bullshit for too long. And those are the people that are the, for me, the most fun to work with because they're, they're on fire. You just have to direct them on where to go. Right. And those people are really fun, but they've gone through extreme experiences, meaning like they felt and dealt and heard their bullshit for long enough that they're willing to do what it takes. And that's the difference. I think it's the difference between people just kind of dipping their toe in the water and, and then saying, Oh, it's okay. I didn't do X, Y, Z. No, 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 no. We made non-negotiables that you felt you admitted nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 that you could complete on an extremely tough, stressful, shit hits the fan day. And now you're feeding yourself some bullshit excuse before your your head hits the pillow and you have to live with that, right? And then now you have to, and some people convince themselves that it's completely okay. And I, I know a lot, a lot, a huge crowd is gonna be like, this is a little harsh, like this is a little tough. If your goal is to become better and you're trying to achieve something and you haven't, this is probably your missing piece right here. You, you're telling yourself that it's okay to fall short of something that you, you set out for yourself, right? And the second you do that, and you do that just like anything, you do that, that creates a snowball effect. It's going to create a snowball effect in the opposite direction until your pain exceeds the bullshit that you're feeding yourself and you go, okay, enough's enough. I actually needed to be more consistent on this. I actually needed to stick to the things that I set out that I said I was going to do for myself. I actually need to put my foot down and do it regardless of how I feel. And I need to, to be more confident in myself. And the way I do that is do the shit regardless of whether I feel like it or not. Even if it's small, 
give myself, I know there, there's other coaches and, and other speakers out there that use the, the three, two, one method, meaning just like, or a uh, countdown from five, when you have to face that thing that you know, you're not supposed to, or you don't feel like doing, just give yourself that five, four, three, two, one, boom, and do it. No thinking. The longer you think about it, the more time you're going to have to feed some bullshit into your head that you know, you're going to believe that's that inner critic telling you like, no, it's okay. Just kick your feet up. You, you got close today. All right. That you got close enough today. And that's the same voice that's keeping you stuck where you're currently at. I know we went off on a tangent, but I wanted to get that out there too, because dude, you, you hit that on the head. That's so crucial. No, I think that's good. And I think that that's, I think that's where stuff gets misconstrued a little bit as well. This is, I don't even know if this is a tangent. I think it applies so heavily to discipline, confidence. Like, I think they're really linked. Cause like, if you're not disciplined, you're probably losing confidence, Right. And, and if yep. you are disciplined, you're building that confidence. If you continue to, to build that discipline, it, it's a level like it's like this, like it's like discipline and confidence. Discipline yeah. <laughs> goes, confidence is going to go. I can't really do it very well in this, in this screen here, but they're parallel. Yeah. No, I think those are, those are two things that they, they rise together and they fall together. So you got to, got to really focus on doing what you can do. But I think one of the big places where it gets misconstrued a little bit is the, cause I'm, I'm huge as well on like, giving yourself a break and being like, you know, making sure that you, that you're not too harsh on yourself. But I think people, sometimes they take that too far to the other way where it's like, I mean, right. that there's going to be shit that's out of your control that happens, right? It's like, there's shit that's out of your control that happens. Give yourself a break. Don't beat yourself up about it. There's going to be days where you do miss, right? Like there's, there's days that like some wild shit happened or like something happened and you couldn't do it. Like I've had it, you've had them, everybody's had them, right? Like where something happens. And, and in those days, cut yourself some slack and get on to the next. Don't allow that to spiral into a week, two weeks, a month, way back down at your old things. That's, that's a place I went to way too many times. But like we're talking about like keeping those promises and not like just being like, okay, it's okay that I missed my step goal today. It's okay that I waste my water goal. It's okay that I, you know, I did this. Like there's going to be times where it's like I had a wedding. I couldn't hit my sleep. You know, it's like I couldn't hit my nighttime routine normally. Like right. I got back right. home and I just, I did a shortened version. And I think that's why it's important with your routines to have like one thing. So you can do them like in short bursts, like have one, have like an ideal routine and then have a, like a, a routine that you can do no matter what. That's, that's what I think throughout the day, setting reminders on your phone to make sure you can do stuff. I told a client one time, um, they were like struggling to hit some of these things. And I'm like, why don't you set a reminder on your phone for 2 PM and ask yourself where you're at with these things, right? It's like, where am I at with these, with my non-negotiables for the day? It's a reminder where, Oh, Oh shit. I'm not in a good place. Like I got to pick it up here. And 2 PM is enough time where it's like, I got the rest of the day to hit my step goal, to hit my water goal, to hit whatever habits that I have to do. But if you just allow yourself to remember to do them when you don't remember, like you're, <laughs> you're relying on something like you, you clearly don't care enough about them, right? Like that's, that's what it tells me. It's not enough of priority because if something's a priority, you'll do whatever it takes to remind yourself of it, sticky notes somewhere, reminders on your phone. Maybe you have an accountability partner that remind you know that texts you that you're like you know can you just text me every day or text me like whatever like every other day to to remind me about these things or ask me about these things. Like there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And um, I got one more thing here. So like, what what do you think? How do you think that like environment and people that you hang out with or like spend time with 
go into the motivation levels and also how disciplined people are. It's huge, man. I think it's it pretty much is everything. I don't know if you've seen that, how fleas uh, interact with each other. If you've seen that the experiment that they do where they put fleas into a uh, jar and they put the lid on the jar and the fleas will jump right to the height of the jar where the lid is. And then they remove the jar and the fleas are, are jumping to the height as if they're still in the jar, but they're not anymore. So I think you are literally a product of your environment. So if it's su supportive, if it's conducive to where you're going, like sky is going to be the limit. If it's restrictive, if you have a significant other or a spouse or somebody who you feel like is being an anchor to you, meaning not in a good way, but like literally holding you back, that's going to have a huge impact on your motivation, your discipline, your trajectory of where it is that you're trying to go. And in those situations, I think it's super important if you do have somebody that it, where it's conflicting like that is to seek support from them, not ask them whether you can do something or whether you can't do something. And I think simply rephrasing that is going to help you out um, and help determine your, your trajectory of where it is that you're going. If your goal is to better yourself, to become, uh, you know, a different version of yourself. And then you have one either person or persons that are holding you back or literally just the environment that you're in. Um, those things can have a huge impact that are either going to be supportive or not supportive to where the direction that you're trying to go. So I think those are things that in, in my intake forms, when we bring our clients on, those are one of the first things that we ask is what's your support system like, both from a nutritional standpoint and just overall you embarking on this new journey and bettering yourself. Uh, what does that support system look like? And right away, we can see some red flags that come up. We can address those from the jump because if not, it's again, we're, 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 we're swimming upstream with one paddle and it's very difficult. It becomes very hard. This process in itself is already challenging to not have the support system aligned with you to kind of give you that extra win behind your sales is going to be crucial during your process. And so I think it's, it's massive. I think it has a huge effect on people. Um, for the better or not. And it will sway the direction in which that person goes drastically if it's very supportive versus if it's not. So yeah, man, I think that's a great question. What are your thoughts on, on the support system and environment? And is it conducive towards both motivation and, and discipline? I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I, Jim Rohn talks about how you're the combination or something along those lines of, of you're the combination of the five closest people to you. Right. And I think that goes a long way towards your discipline, towards towards your motivation levels, because if a lot of the people around you are growing, they're pushing towards goals, they're they're you know, they have a lot of good habits, they have a lot of good routines. You're a lot more likely to do that, to follow suit. You know, it's why it's why like somebody embarking on like a, a really cool endeavor, like bettering themselves, choosing to go at health goals. You see other people around them, maybe family, friends like improve as well and maybe follow suit because, you know, if you're around people, like you rub off on them. It's like I, when I've been around certain people that just have a negative mindset and they have a, you know, just a bad view, or maybe they're just like, they're not great people. Like it, that those belief systems can start to get into your mind. I found like, it's almost like subconscious. You see yourself thinking the way that they're thinking. It's like group think, right? Like to, if you're, if you're around, like if you have people who think big and, and Ed Milet talked about this one time, I don't know if it was on a podcast. I'm also in his like entrepreneur group, Arte Syndicate as well. And, and I don't know if he talked about it there, but he he was talking about how like you're, because I've, I've always heard people talk about 
how like uh, letting stuff like or like people around you like influencing stuff like that. And and he had talked about like if you know like you're around people that are really like growing and whatever is like if you have a, if you have a lot of people in your life that are constantly talking about the good old days and constantly talking about how it was in the past and all these things. It's like you know that like that's not moving you in the direction of where you want to go. Like thinking and living in the past is never going to to help you develop more motivation. It's never going to help you develop more discipline. Now, that's not to say that looking into the past for things and and being able to learn from those experiences, maybe being able to to heal past wounds, break past false beliefs, stuff like that can be very beneficial. But living in the past and constantly telling stories about the drunk days and all this bullshit, like I've definitely been around groups where once I heard him say that, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, these groups, like that's that's the conversation. And I realized about myself, all I want to talk about is where we're going, right? That's, that's what like, I'm talking about. Like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, what are you working on? Like, Oh yeah, this is, I'm excited about this, like stuff I'm excited about. And like, when you talk about that stuff, it really pushes you forward. It's going to, I think it personally really helps with motivation. It helps you develop more discipline because you have other people who are disciplined around you. So like, if that's a little simple tip that you can see, if, if you, a lot of the conversations you have are about like last night, and oh yeah, the drunk last night, or you know, I, I know I'm going into like alcohol and stuff like that, but like I feel like that is a lot of the stories that people tell is around like, like oh the bachelor party and the and oh remember like that night when you hit on this girl and like blah blah like you rode that bull and you know like all this bullshit and and so like it's like that stuff's fun, it's cool, but like if you are hanging around people who are constantly telling stories of the past, it's not going to ever bring you forward. You want to be thinking about what's next, and and maybe if if you just did a reflection and you're like, I'm always talking about the past. This is a good opportunity for you as well to start to set your sights on what you truly want, which goes back to what I first talked about around clarity. You're probably going to want to get clear on what you truly want because maybe you aren't at the moment. And so doing that is, is huge. Like, I, I think it's like the people you surround yourself, man. Like I have just from, if I look at my life a simple few years ago, like not that the people, you know, the people I was surrounding myself with great people, but not in the same boat as me where I'm, I'm really like, I'm obsessed with growth and change and becoming better and impacting the world in different changing the world in some respect, right? Like I, I see myself making huge strides and doing some big things over the course of my life. And, and if I'm hanging out with people that are not in the slightest, like worried about that kind of growth, then it's not going to necessarily be a great fit, right? Like I, we need to surround ourselves with people who are trying to go at goals that we are going at bigger goals or, you know, talking about things that are productive. And when we do that, it's going to encourage you to grow. Cause like, I know about, I don't know about you, Matt, but when I get around people, I mean, when we chat, like, it, it inspires me to, to be better and to do other things. When we get Nick on a chat, when I talk with other coaches, when we go to these conferences, like I always leave there with a lot more motivation and a lot, like just a lot more fire to really just make a bigger impact. And so I think that is, I think, like you said, it's everything. Environment is everything. People you surround yourself is everything. If you are currently surrounding yourself with people that are not moving forward, that are not moving the direction of you, you either have to, like you have to have a conversation or something like that. I know it's very difficult to do or just start limiting that time with those people, right? Like it start limiting the time with those people and start trying to try new things, 
go out and do things like get involved in different groups, go to different like events, meetups, things like that with people that are like-minded that are going at similar things that you. And I think you'll find that uh, by doing that, you'll see a huge change in a lot of things in your life. hundred percent, man. I think it's one of the easiest, simple things that you can do in order to help level yourself up. Today's topic is about motivation and discipline. And if you're really trying to seek and find that, one of the simplest things that you can do is place yourself in an environment that's productive towards where that you want to go, the direction that you want to go. Either people that have done what you're trying to do before or even in the community of people who are on their way to doing something similar that you're doing. That's why we created Facebook groups, right? Be in like-minded communities because you're going to share similar conversations. You're going to have similar ideas. People are going to be on the same wavelength as you. They're going to understand you. You're going to understand them. You're going to be able to absorb things from them. And you're going to be able to go leaps and bounds further than if you were trying to do it by yourself with a somebody who's unsupportive. And to Alex's point, who lives in the past continually continuously telling stories from, you know, from high school, from back in the day, from whatever. Now on the flip side, when you place yourself in a group of people or community or even person or person, something that is supportive towards the direction that you're going to want to go, man, watch doors open up just by you being a part of that. You're just a byproduct. You're going to be forced to level up whether you want to or not. And that's the, that's the power that it has. I remember when I first started training, I remember walking into a, a competitive CrossFit gym. I was just kind of getting into CrossFit and I remember seeing games athletes in there and they were training and they had just a, a group training together and the girls, the guys, I mean, these, they looked like mutants, right? They looked like everybody was from 300, like the girls, the guys, they all had six pack. They're all super jacked. They're all walking on their hands, like throwing crazy weight around. You're like, holy shit. I introduced myself to that. I joined the gym. I, I jumped in there and I was like, I don't belong yet, but I know if I just train with these guys and just stay on their heels, I'll by default, I'm going to become a byproduct of this environment. Right. And so I just threw myself in the environment. I was super nervous. I didn't have the experience that they did. Not even close. I was just kind of getting into it, but man, it forced me to level up and I don't have any regrets of, about it the nicest people ever too. some of the most intimidating people that you see that you're like, Oh, they're probably a dick or they're probably self-conceited or they're super strong or they're buff or like, they're going to be an asshole. Trust me. They've been through and experienced every single emotion possible in this field, in the health and fitness field, in the bettering yourself field. They're going to share their experiences with you. You're going to level up just as a byproduct of being part of the environment. And that's exactly what happened. So I would encourage people who are struggling to find the motivation and the discipline is this like engulf yourself either around coaches, a community, people who are supportive. If you don't have it at home, you need to find it in some way, shape or form, even if it's remote, even if it's online, because it will make a world of a difference for you when we're talking about specifically motivation and discipline and just leveling up. You can level up by default just by choosing who you surround yourself with. Yeah, man. I mean, fuck. Hopefully you guys like this as much as I did. This is a fucking awesome conversation. As always, man, it's it's so great getting on these on these pods. Like I look forward to it every week. And I wish we oh, could yeah, do like too, five. I wish we could do it every day, but fuck, we don't have enough time to do to do this every day. We but do. We just don't record them. We got to start. We got to start hitting record on our pre conversations too, because there's there's some gold in there. That's right. Like we'll be on the Zoom before because we always meet with Nick, um, who's who's our producer here, and yep. does a lot of awesome work 
here for the podcast. Shout out Nick. And we will have some conversation. Yeah. Shout out Nick while you're recording there, while you're looking through this. Appreciate you, brother. But um, yeah, we have some good conversations on there. I'm like, hey, like, let's just keep this for the podcast because we gotta, we gotta, let's have our bad conversation now. Like, we, which I don't yeah. think we have. We just kind of go back and forth and shit. Hope you guys enjoyed this, Matt. Always a pleasure. Um, if you did enjoy this, make sure you share it with somebody who who's lacking the motivation now. They can learn some things or thing or two. Um, I know I'm going to be going back through this again. Like I I love listening to these every week. Um, but make sure you like, subscribe. Uh, like I said, send this to a friend. I think this is probably the biggest, hottest topic out there as far as what people struggle with is to find motivation. And so today we gave you a lot of gold on that. Um, we appreciate everybody who takes the time to watch, listen to this each week. And as always, Matt, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, my man. See you on the next one. See you.